Neil Woodford is a star investor in the UK. He famously outperformed his peers over many years as manager of the Invesco Perpetual Income Fund. When five years ago this month he set up his own fund, the Woodford Equity Income Fund, it was billed as the fund launch of the decade. However, it didn't work out as planned. The fund performance was dreadful, clients have been withdrawing their money, and last month Woodford took the highly unusual step of suspending trading in the fund and preventing more investors from making withdrawals. What can we learn from this episode? To tell us, I went to see Rick Atkinson, Managing Director of Private Capital. Good morning, Rick. Morning, Peter. For retail investors in this fund, this is quite alarming, isn't it? What can we learn from this episode? I think there's several lessons to be learned. Um, the main one, I believe, is that skill is very rare and look plays a major role in most active managers' periods of outperformance, which has been the case with Woodford. Uh, markets work pretty well. Market beating performance is likely to come from taking on a higher risk, example, owning smaller relatively liquid companies. After cost, the empirical evidence suggests that very few active managers deliver skill-based returns sufficient to cover the costs over the sort of horizons that investors require. In, in the same way that noise and look plays a big role in fund manager outcomes, so it does when trying to pick active funds. Best Buy lists, advisors, active fund picks are highly susceptible to this noise. So he gained an awful lot of um, newspaper coverage, radio, TV, um, but essentially, he was, you know, was a stock concentrated stock guy. And has he picked more stocks that had that were smaller with l less uh, liquidity? When the redemptions came in, obviously the liquid funds um, were were there to meet the requirements of the investors, but that pushed his relative um, concentration smaller caps to a high level. So it got to the stage where he just couldn't redeem. So, so should we be suspicious of fund managers who outperform over an extended period of time like Neil Woodford? I don't think there are many that perform over an outstanding period of time. The empirical evidence suggests that it takes between 15 and 20 years to actually work out who is skillful and who is lucky. Now you have an investment philosophy that you call evidence-based investing. Can you tell us a bit about that and how it's different from traditional active investing that a lot of people are familiar with? Yeah, essentially we, um, we buy the market. So we um, split the whole world into a pie and America's 50%, Hong Kong's 1% and varying, uh, varying countries in between. But essentially we buy the whole market at the lowest possible cost. So we've got high diversification, low cost and globally diversified by market capitalization. We buy, we hold and we rebalance once a year. So if a, if a client is 60% uh, equities, 40% bonds, and equities outperform and they become 70 and equities become 30, we sell the stocks and we buy more bonds, which is um, uh, not what me, most people would do because you're selling a winning position and buying a losing position. But it's important that the client's uh, mandate is maintained throughout the course of their investment horizon. So is it possible to get using this style above average returns or is that just impossible for any type of fund? Uh, great question. I think it's pretty much impossible to buy the market because you can't go out and buy the market, but you can get pretty close to it. And our philosophy is to get as close as we can to market. Obviously, there's always costs involved, um, and they must be taken into consideration, which is why it's vital you have a low-cost platform. 
So what goes wrong with traditional active investors? Because they get a lot of research. They say they do a lot of research on their stocks that they invest in, which they say gives them an edge in terms of outperformance. They look at a lot of the news that's going on, the macro environment, which they say will then help them outperform. Why does it not happen in reality? I think if you think of the stock market as a huge, gigantic information processing machine, and there are millions and millions and millions of people uh, participating in that, um, that, that the, the stock market, why would one or two managers feel that they are, have got more information or more know-how than the rest of the participants in the market? It just doesn't make sense. So when they do, is it luck? Uh, well, we believe it is. We believe there is a lot more luck than there is skill, and there are without doubt some skillful managers out there. It's just impossible to um, identify them in advance. And if we look at who's done well, and Woodford is a great example of this, he's got a reasonable track record, but it's, it's come unstuck. So was it luck or was it skill? So in terms of your personal investing, how should people grow their wealth then over a period of time? Is it important to take, therefore, a very long time horizon when you look at growing your wealth through investing? I think there's two main things, really, um, and the, the hero in this story is the price. We believe that the market is priced correctly. We don't believe it's inefficient. We're not saying it's right every day, but we do believe it's, it's efficient. And your best friend is time. So I believe that um, within the next decade, all pension money, including MPF-type arrangements, will be invested in a market-type arrangement and not being not reliant upon a concentrated bets through active management. Um, and that, that will go a long way to saving people from themselves. And people like us now, good fiduciary independent advisors, spend an awful lot of time educating clients on staying in the seat because Investors tend to act irrationally, and when markets are high, they're piling in, and when markets come off or there's a market crash, they panic and they get out, which is the very opposite of what you should be doing. Mm. So really, you shouldn't be too bothered about the market gyrations and moves, even if they sometimes appear quite big. The key is to you have a long-term investment philosophy about your own personal goals, and you should stick with that. Without a doubt. That was Rick Atkinson, Managing Director of Private Capital. And that's it for this series of Money Talk Extra. I hope you've found all the advice and information from our panel of guests helpful. We'll continue with some personal finance information in my regular weekday business and finance show, Money Talk. So please try and join me for that. From me, Peter Lewis, and Jimmy Lamb, have a great weekend.